Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us as we introduce you to the Zechariah Perspective. This is a six-hour audio CD series that I have put together on the study of Zechariah. Zechariah was quite an interesting person with a great prophetic ministry. We talk about the fulfillment of the feast in the book of Zechariah as we look at Jesus Christ, who will be the one, the focus of these feasts, and they will be fulfilled. The anointed king rejected, and then the rejected king anointed. Well, that's just some of the information you glean from this study of Zechariah. It's a six-hour CD audio series on the book of Zechariah. We have an introduction to this study we'd like for you to listen to, and then I'll tell you after you have listened to these next few moments how you can get your own personal copy. We'll do that in just a moment, but right now, here's the introduction to the Zechariah Perspective. Uh, As we study the book of Zechariah, we're going to see that there are basically seven themes in the book of Zechariah. The number one theme in the book of Zechariah is going to be about the Gentile people. Remember, we have just come out of the Babylonian captivity in Zechariah. It's over. They've come back to Jerusalem. At least 50,000 of them have. Under the leadership of the political leader Zerubbabel and the priestly leader um, uh, Yeshua or Joshua, and they are there. They put the altar up. They set the foundation 16 years later after they overcome in, in, internal depression and external oppression. They build the temple, Ezra chapter 6. They dedicate the temple. The temple is now under operation, chapter 7 of the book of Ezra. Uh, Ezra comes 75 years after the Jews have come back to start to work on the temple. He comes back and reinstitutes the temple practices and gets everything underway. And so here's where they are. This is the time of Zechariah. But around Zechariah's Israel at that point in time are the Gentile world powers. They saw what it was like under the Babylonian captivity. They're now starting to get a taste under the Medo-Persian Empire what it's like. And they've read the prophecies of Daniel. They realize there are two more world empires to come into existence. And then one that will be revised if they understand the the prophecies of, of Daniel. And God is going to give assurance to the Jewish people through the prophet Zechariah about the Gentiles. We're going to see that the Gentiles are going to gather at the very unique city of Jerusalem. And there when they gather, and by the way, I'm here to report to you what Zechariah 14.2 says, that they will surround the city of Jerusalem practically. This is what I say, practically, the city of Jerusalem is surrounded today by Gentiles. I'm I'm talking about literally surrounded on the north, the south, the east, and the west. We'll study that when we get to chapter 14, the last day of our study together on the book of Zechariah. And we're going to see what God is going to do to the Gentiles in that day. Now, Gentiles, you understand that there are three strands in the human family, Gentiles, Jews, and Christians. So Gentiles are a unique strand of the humankind which God is going to deal with and has a special program, and he's going to lay out prophecies. At least three of the visions are laid out to tell what's going to happen to the Gentiles. The second theme that runs throughout the book of Zechariah is the Jew. We're going to see that God has a plan that needs to be culminated or completed or fulfilled for the Jewish people. 
And why is that? Because they're the apple of his eye. That's what chapter 2, verse 8 says. Look in chapter 2, verse 8. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me into the nations which spoil you, for he hath touched, for he that toucheth you toucheth the apple of his eye. What's that talking about? What's that phrase? It's talking about the pupil of his eye. The Jewish people, as far as God are concerned, it's the pupil of his eye. Do you know that's the most vulnerable spot on your body? I don't care how big you are. You can be as big as muscly as Don Kelso, and I can take you down with one finger. If Don comes up to me with all those muscles, I can take him down by just taking that finger and putting it in the pupil of his eye, and he'll go straight down just like that. And God says, those Jewish people that I've got a special plan for, that I've got to fulfill, I put them out there, but I brought them back. And I'm going to fulfill my plan. They're the apple of his eye. Chapter 4 says, they are going to be a light unto the nations. These Jewish people. Why do you think he put Jerusalem in the center of the earth? Ezekiel 5, 5. Why did he put all the nations around her? Because they, the Jewish people, are going to be a light unto the nations. But prior to that, there's going to be some judgment. There's going to be individual judgment for the Jewish people. There's a, prop, uh, a so-called prophet that has a national television program, I'll not mention his name, that is a heretic because he is making the statement the Jew does not have to trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that God has another plan for the Jewish people. He is a heretic. The Apostle Paul Called Peter to the wall in Galatians chapter 2. It's the same principle. In fact, it's almost the same problem. Because this great communicator is propagating a false truth across the world. Every place I go, all these Bible students are coming up and telling me, Oh man, do you know the outstanding Bible teacher that's on the air right now? Well, I'd be very careful. Make sure you have the Word of God with you. When a man propagates that a Jew didn't need to turn to Jesus Christ, we're going to study. When we study the fifth chapter and that scroll comes out 30 by 15, 30 feet long by 15 feet long, and that scroll comes out, it's going to say every Jew individually has to answer to God. Amen. Every Jew that's ever died without Jesus Christ is burning in hell right this minute. Right. And every Jew that doesn't come to Jesus Christ right now and death should overtake him. He'll be burning in hell forever. There's no special way for the Jew. Galatians says there's no difference between the Jew and the Gentile. All must come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And prior to that time of restoration, prior to that time of redemption, prior to that time of rejoicing for the Jew back in the land, that's the 7th and 8th chapters of the book of Zechariah, prior to that, there's going to be a terrible time of judgment that's going to come upon them. Do you know the world's greatest holocaust is yet to take place? Oh, there were six million Jews, one-third of the Jews living on the earth killed at the time of Adolf Hitler. Six million of them. I uh, have a video called Ready to Rebuild. It's a documentary on the rebuilding of the Third Temple. Chaim Richman, he was the number two man at that point in time of the Temple Institute, putting all the things, getting them ready to operate the temple when it's standing on the temple mount. I showed him my video. When I got finished, he said, there's only one problem I've got with you, Jimmy. I said, what is that problem, Chaim? He said, I don't like your eschatology. I said, what's my eschatology? He said, your eschatology says 
that uh, one-third of us Jews are going to be killed in the coming Holocaust. I said, no, it doesn't. He said, yes, it does. I said, it does not, Chaim. My eschatology says two-thirds of you Jews are going to be killed. And I started to cry as I stood there in front of him. He said, where does it say that? I said in the book of Zechariah, chapter 13, verse 8, where it says two out of every three Jews will be killed in that coming Holocaust. You see, it's going to be devastation before exaltation for the Jewish people. People, That's chapter 12, 13, and 14 in the book of Zechariah. And this terrible judgment is coming upon these people I love so much. I stand, I stood the other day at Megiddo with a group of Christians that I was teaching on the end times. And a whole group, maybe 100, 150 Jews had come over and they were standing around listening. And I'm teaching on the Battle of Armageddon and the tears are coming, streaming down my face. As I looked up at those Jews and I said, and this is, this is this, oh, there's, there's, there's joy in the victory, but there's sadness in what's going to happen as I looked at these friends of mine, these dear Jewish people, two out of every three, devastation before exaltation, the Gentile, the Jew. You've been listening to the Zechariah Perspective. It was an introduction to the six-hour series, a CD audio series on the book of Zechariah. This is one of the key books in Bible prophecy. It's an apocalyptic literature type book. God will use symbols to communicate an absolute truth. But it reveals what will be happening in the last days, especially Zechariah chapters 12, 13, and 14. If you'd like to get your copy of this six-hour CD audio series on Zechariah, you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. Go to the shopping mall, and they'll tell you how you can order your copy. But if you would like to call instead, we have a toll-free number for you to call, 877-674-3298. Toll-free from across America. Once again, that's 877-674-3298. May I suggest as quickly as possible you get your copy of The Zechariah Perspective, this six-hour CD audio series on the book of Zechariah. By the way, as you study through the book of Zechariah, you'll be aware of the fact that the rapture of the church is about to happen. In fact, it could happen before I conclude this conversation with you. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until.